This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The world reacts. Nobody was expecting that. Bombshell after bombshell. The secret wedding. The flower girl firestorm with Kate. It made me cry. And the color of baby Archie's skin. What? The international guessing game, Who Said It? That surprised me. Exclusive, what Megan's half-sister is saying today after Megan went after her this morning. Megan says you don't know her. And little sis on the way. To go. And first video of little Archie at the beach was holding hands, nonstop blinking. What our body language expert says they really mean. You notice the eyelash flutter? Then, what to wear to your vaccination appointment so you don't have to take off your shirt like Dr. Oz. Is Dolly Parton's cutaway dress the way to go for women? Right in here, it can go either side. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is the interview the entire world is talking about. Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, bearing their souls to Oprah Winfrey, saying life under the media glare was so unbearable, Meghan had thoughts of suicide. A huge audience of more than 17 million Americans watched. And there was this bombshell. They say at least one member of the royal family speculated about the darkness of their unborn baby's skin. Amber Cagliano says that sparked a global guessing game over who. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry blew the lid off the royal family with one jaw-dropping revelation after another. I don't know what people thought, but nobody was expecting that. That. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's explosive interview. We use this word bombshell all the time when we talk about interviews. In this case, it really holds. One of the most shocking moments, Meghan telling Oprah there was concern over baby Archie's skin color. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who who is having that conversation with you? What? So, um, there is a conversation. Hold up, hold up. There's Stop several right con- now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you with Harry about how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Oprah wanted Meghan to name names. I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. That conversation, (laughs) I'm never going to share. Can you tell us what the question was? No. I don't, I'm not comfortable sharing that. The Daily Mail's Charlie Langston. This is something that we are going to be speaking about 
for many, many years to come and that children in British schools could well be studying as part of their history education. Today, Oprah appeared on CBS this morning. The discussions about uh, what color, what, what Archie's skin tone would be, that surprised me. It's now an international guessing game. Who in the royal family would say such a thing? I don't think it, it actually is fair to the royal family to not name the supposed racist. On CBS this morning, Oprah narrowed it down, clearing Queen Elizabeth. He wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother mother, nor his grandfather. So could it have been Harry's father, Prince Charles, his brother William, somebody else? So far, at least, nobody knows. A lot of people in the British public are saying, OK, if those comments were made, if they were made in a derogatory way, we have a right to know exactly who said them and what their reasoning is. There were other stunning moments. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. So were you thinking of harming yourself? Were you having suicidal thoughts? Yes, this was very, very clear. She revealed that on this particular night, during a royal appearance at London's Royal Albert Hall, she was in turmoil. I remember him saying, I don't think you can go. And I said, I can't be left alone. Because you were afraid of what you might do to yourself? And we went, and that picture, if you zoom in, what I see is how tightly his knuckles are gripped around mine. You mm. can see the whites of our knuckles because we are smiling and doing our job, but we're both just trying to hold on. And every time that those lights went down in that royal box, I was just weeping and he was gripping my hand. Megan addressed another much talked about headline that in the days leading up to her royal wedding, she made Kate Middleton cry. The truth, Megan said, was the exact opposite. Kate made her cry. Did you make Kate cry? No. So where did that come from? Was there a situation where she might have cried or she could have no, cried? No, the reverse happened. At the time, published reports said Kate was upset that Meghan didn't want the flower girls, including Princess Charlotte, to wear tights. She was upset about something pertaining to, yes, the issue was correct, about flower girl dresses, and it made me cry. She owned it, and she apologized, and she brought me flowers. Was the big wedding just pomp and circumstance? The couple revealed they had a private ceremony days earlier. Three days before our wedding, we got married. Ah. No one knows that, but we called the archbishop and we just said, look, this thing, this spectacle is for the world, but we want our union between us. So like the vows that we have framed in our room are just the two of us in our backyard with the Archbishop of Canterbury. Megan revealed that during lockdown, she watched The Little Mermaid on TV and was struck by the similarities in her own life. And I went, oh my God, she falls in love with the prince. And because of that, she has to lose her voice. But by the end, she gets her voice back. Gets her voice back. 
Even before the interview, Buckingham Palace was said to be concerned, but now officials must be scrambling. And reaction to the interview runs the gamut with scathing commentary from the same tabloids the couple says made their life hell. Meghan and Harry's bombshell claims of racism, suicidal depression, and family turmoil are garnering sympathy and support worldwide, except in Britain. Even the White House weighed in. For anyone to come forward and speak about their own struggles with mental health and tell their own personal story, that takes courage. Meghan's pal Serena Williams posted, I know firsthand the sexism and racism institutions and the media use to vilify people of color. The women of The View were also moved by Meghan and Harry's revelations. I was deeply um, saddened and, and hurt for her experience because you could see it on her face. I mean, they were talking like ex-cult members that had somehow fled and made it out. So was the talk's Sharon Osbourne. The palace must be really scrambling today. I think they must feel ashamed. We asked crisis manager Howard Bragman about the impact of the interview. This is going to be painful for the royals as it rolls out. And if you were in the U.S. and they were anything but the royals, if this were a U.S. organization we were talking about, they'd be canceled. Former Vanity Fair editor Tina Brown. It's kryptonite. It's kryptonite. I mean, this is uh, a hand grenade. In Britain, Prince Charles is said to be in despair. British TV host Piers Morgan isn't pulling any punches. This is a two-hour trash-a-thon of our royal family, of the monarchy, of everything the Queen has worked so hard for. Meghan Kelly has no time for Harry's claims that they were cut off financially. You're telling the American public, the British public right now, we're supposed to feel sorry for you because you couldn't find a way to pay for your own security when you haven't had to pay for a dime of your own life so far. The British press is also on the attack with one headline, Megxile, claiming she'll never be allowed to return. Even in the U.S., questions are being raised about Meghan's claims that she knew nothing about the royals before meeting Harry. Thank God I hadn't known a lot about the family. Thank God I hadn't researched. I would have been so in my head about all of it. Mm. But check this out. Meghan posed outside Buckingham Palace when she was 15 years old. And friends have said she was a super fan of the royals. Ever since Meghan Markle was linked to Prince Harry, her half-sister Samantha has made a mini-career claiming to tell all about her now-famous relative. But as the Duchess asked in the sit-down, how do you tell all about someone you've only seen twice in roughly 20 years? Meghan Alexander asked Samantha Markle just that in this exclusive interview. The truth was totally ignored and omitted. Samantha Markle is firing back after Meghan Markle makes explosive claims in new interview clips released today on CBS This Morning. Samantha Markle your half-sister on your father's side mm-hmm. has written a, a supposedly tell-all book mm-hmm. about you. What is, what is your relationship with her? I think it would be very hard to tell all when you don't know me. I grew up as an only child. Megan says you don't know her. Did you have a relationship with Megan growing up? I don't know how she can say I don't know her and she was an only child. We've got photographs over a lifespan of us together. So how can she not know me? Why would Megan lie? I don't have the words except to say that there are delusions 
and and fantasies there. Samantha spoke reason, to Inside Edition exclusively was... and shared photos that show Samantha and Megan together at different stages of Megan's upbringing. Right, in today's right, new right. interview, Megan also claims she hadn't someone. seen Samantha in it's nearly really two decades. The last time I saw her must have been at least 18, 19 years ago. And before that, 10 years before that. But here they are at Samantha's college graduation 13 years ago. Megan also claims Samantha only changed her last name to Markle after her relationship with Harry went public in 2016. She changed her last name back to Markle in, I think she was in her early 50s at that time, only when I started dating Harry. Hmm. So I think that says enough. I was a Markle before she was. I thought that was kind of weird that she would say, I only changed my name back when she met Harry. Markle's always been my name. She showed us her petition to change her first name when Megan was just 16 years old. But look, it was a name change from Yvonne to Samantha. She says she's always been known as Markle. She also showed us her college diploma, which clearly states her name is Markle. Megan spoke of being suicidal. Don't you have any sympathy for her? Not from this half-sister. Depression is not an excuse for treating people like dishrags and disposing of them. As part of the special, we got a new glimpse of little Archie playing on the beach with his parents just like any other boy. Another bit of news from the sit-down is that the toddler is going to be a big brother to a baby sister who's due this summer. You really are having a baby. It was Oprah's first question. Is it a boy or a girl? I will wait for my husband to join us and we can share that with you. And then he did. Is it a boy or is it a girl? You can tell her. No, I give her. No, no. It's a girl. Already there's speculation that Meghan and Harry may name the baby girl Diana after Harry's mother, Princess Diana. Meghan and Harry shared new black and white video of little Archie running on a foggy beach in California. He now appears to have darker hair than he did in earlier video. He then scoots through Prince Harry's legs. What delights you now in your everyday experience with Archie? The highlight for me is sticking him on the back of the bicycle in his little baby seat and take him on these bike rides or something which I never was able to do when yeah. I was young. I can see him on the back and he's got his arms out and he's like, whoa. I love your little designer house here. Archie's chicken. Oh, how cute is that? Viewers got a glimpse at how Archie is being raised in America. Quite a contrast from the more formal upbringing being experienced by his princely cousins. What's his favorite word now? Oh my gosh, he's on a roll. I mean, um, in the past couple of weeks, it has been hydrate, which is just a But also, whenever anyone leaves the house, he's like, drive safe. Drive safe. <laughs> <laughs> Both Harry and Archie are still in the line of succession to the British throne. Here's how they line up. Prince Charles is first, followed by William, and then his three children, George, Charlotte, and Louis. Then it's Harry, Archie, and his future sister. It's a go. <laughs> We'll be back with more right after this. Next, what to wear to your vaccination appointment so you don't have to take off your shirt like Dr. Oz. Is Dolly Parton's cutaway dress the way to go for women? Right in here, it can go either side. Then, holding hands, nonstop blinking. What our body language expert says they really mean. You notice the eyelash flutter? 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. We'll have more from Oprah's blockbuster interview and the reaction to it in just a moment. But first, some encouraging news on the vaccine front. On Saturday, 2.9 million Americans were vaccinated. That is a one-day record. And for those waiting for their shot, a dilemma. For guys, do you take your shirt off like Dr. Oz? Well, fashion has come up with an answer, and it turns out Dolly Parton was right on point. As millions of Americans line up for the COVID vaccine, many are wondering what to wear. You probably don't want to take off your shirt like Dr. Oz. And Dr. Fauci struggled to roll his shirt up far enough. This is a perfect top to wear. Dr. Michelle Chester of Northwell Health in New York says don't wear something that will have the nurses struggling to get access to your upper arm. Short sleeve tank top, um, anything that's easily buttoned, open, that can expose your arm, something loose fitting, because you will have a Band-Aid on afterwards. There may be a little bit of soreness, and you don't want anything that will potentially press against your arm. Dolly Parton is getting top marks for her vaccination outfit, a dress with shoulder cutouts in just the right place. All she had to do was sit there. The style actually has a name. It's called the cold shoulder look. This seems like the perfect vaccine shirt. Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall tried on some vaccine-friendly fashion with lifestyle expert Erica Katz at the Ruby and Jenna Boutique in Roslyn, New York. If you have to come from work and you need to wear a button-down, you can just put a T-shirt under your button-down, and then you open it up, get your vaccine, and you're all done. With several states relaxing restrictions, concern is growing about a new wave. Check out this huge crowd of spring breakers on the beach in Fort Lauderdale over the weekend. In Boulder, Colorado, hundreds of college students partied on the streets long into the night. Health officials say now is not the time to let down your guard. We need to actually avoid those large groups for a few more months until we see how this evolves and all these vaccines can take hold and diminish the spread of the virus. And when we come back, was Meghan Markle sending hidden messages during her big interview? Meghan Markle certainly said a lot in her interview, but was she also sending a message with her body language? Was Meghan faking it or was she being honest during the interview? I think that there was a genuineness about both of them. Body language expert Tanya Ryman believes Meghan's emotions were the real deal. So were you thinking of harming yourself? Were you having suicidal thoughts? Yes, this was very, very clear. Very clear and very scary. Megan's eyes fluttered when Oprah asked her about having suicidal thoughts. Your eyelash flutter is unconscious. No matter if you're an actress or, or not, you can't control those movements. And that's where we see that she's being genuine. That eyelash flutter tells us that she's feeling an enormous amount of anxiety. And when Oprah asked why Megan thought Archie was not made a prince. Do you think it's because of his race? Note the deep inhale. That is when we feel like we need to have more oxygen sent to the brain so that we can relax a little. Just to answer the question. As for Meghan and Harry, their affection for each other seems natural. Not only were they holding hands, it was tight. Their legs are crossed towards one another. They're mirroring one another. And that's something that you see in a happy marriage. When we come back, proof you can do anything in a mask. 
Finally today, watch her go. This gymnast is performing a brilliant routine with a mask on. UC Berkeley senior Emmy Watterson still nailed a perfect score. The crowd and her teammates went absolutely wild. Way to go, Emmy. And that is Inside Edition for today. We thank you for watching, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st.